You are now listening to the AFL brand. Where we talk interesting stuff about almost everything. Business, family, health, self-awareness, success, marketing. All here on the AFL brand podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. And I am super excited about this episode. Uh, We have a writer, a builder, a teacher, a unicycle rider. Ex-teacher. Ex-teacher. A dart athlete, a ping pong player. Oh my goodness. What what else? What else? Anyway, it's my uncle. One of my my bestest uncles. He is... uh, he is he's always been the kind of man I looked to grow up to be. Uh always very informed on things, very uh intelligent, um, very logical, very rational, great father. Um, but today we're talking about one of his books called A Hundred and One Things to Consider When Looking for a Wife, Second Edition. Larry, welcome to the show. All right, thank you. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> And Larry Sweeting is his name. I'll, I'll read the back just to get us started here. It says, 101 Things to Consider is a remarkable and easy-to-read compilation of attributes to consider when looking for a compatible mate. I'll stop right there for a moment because while the title says, When Looking for a Wife, what do we say about that, Larry? Well, I, I am uh, of the impression that uh, a, a marriage usually is a man-woman, so husband-wife. And I'm, I, you know, I know things have changed a lot over the years and people have gone into alternative lifestyles, but my, my book really uh, features or, or caters to more of the traditional style uh, family of a man and a woman, husband and wife. Right, right. So he preempted, he, his disclaimer when we got on was, listen, my, my brain don't work as it used to. Because what I was trying to lead him to say was while the title says looking for a wife, what him and I discussed previously based on the content in this book, it can also work. So Larry's disclaimer, he was, he was disclaiming that, uh, that his memory is not working as good as it, 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 it was before. And what I was trying to get him to say was while the title says 101 things to consider when looking for a wife, you can also apply this to when looking for a husband, if you're a woman. <laughs> so, uh, okay, okay, Matt, yeah, I, I see where you're, where you're leading. Because a lot of the same kinds of qualities a man looks for in a woman, a lot of the same qualities a woman looks for in a man. Um, but, you know, women are a little bit more um, critical of persons they choose. And, and they look more into detail, a little bit more detail. Men are a little bit more superficial. A little bit more, but a lot of the same attributes that you look for in a in a wife, of course, you can apply it for a woman looking for a husband. Certainly, certainly. And and once you once you read through it, you will see how easily they could be transferred from male to female, female to male. Right, right. So, Larry, how about we start here? Give us uh, your logic, your reasoning on why you are qualified to write a book like this. Well, 
I, I don't know of my qualifications, but I think that I am experienced enough. And, and all it takes really is some discernment on one's part to, to be able to sift through a lot of the day-to-day -day activities of human behavior to sort of kind of uh, uh, channel your, your thoughts, your activities, your, your search for a particular type of individual that makes you happy, that, that you feel would, would, would complete you. Right. I mean, every individual, I think, probably would look not, not totally different because all human beings basically want the same things. Mm -hmm. But some, what, what I might find to be a, a very concerned point for me, you might think of it as very trivial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so different people, uh, all I did was, because I could write a book, 201. Right. If, if you ask different people and get their opinions and whatever, some other things might come up. Mm -hmm. But what I tried to do was narrow down most of the things that create, could create uh, uh, confusion and, and, you know, that, that separation in, in unity. Yeah. In a, in, a, in, a, in a marriage, in a union. Yeah. And, and so I, I think I'm quite qualified enough to, to lead people on these 101 points to think about these things. And notice what I said, you consider them. Right. If they don't matter to you, if, if, if they don't mean a hill of beans to you, let them pass by. Right. But there must be one or two or three in that book that you will find that you need to pay close attention to. Certainly, certainly. You know, I, the, the, and, and I'll tell you that I, you know, when I was, when, when I was dating, uh, I really looked at, 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 I read through the 101 things, and, and, and as he says, you know, some of them may be less relevant to your specific situation than others, but there were quite a number of, of the points, I would say the larger majority, that really, really resonated with me and helped me to, to uh, make conscious, a more conscious decision when selecting who, who I'd want to spend the rest of my life with. I want to start here on your thoughts on, on number three. And it says, marry someone who grew up with a father or someone who has a healthy respect for men and could be interchangeably women. Let's hear your thoughts there, Larry. Well, again, if this matters to you uh, a lot, then you should really pay close attention to it Cause, because it can uh, cause, you know, in, in the, the, the years when I grew up, I grew up in the very traditional home of father, mother, and daddy was more like the, the, um, what we call it, the alpha male. Right. And, and mommy was more subservient. Nowadays, things have changed a bit and females have become a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more outspoken, a little bit more involved in, in, because let's say like daddy was the sole breadwinner mm -hmm. of the family for many most of the years when i was young mm -hmm. mommy started working and earning a living as things got more available things got a little tougher more children to feed right and so therefore one income wasn't enough to to make things work mm -hmm. and nowadays women are working from i mean you know from from jump street and so they uh, have earned the right to have a little bit more say, have a little bit more input in how money is spent, how things are done. And so, but still, 
you know, in some way, shape, and form, a final um, decision has to be made, uh, a final, um, you know, a, a male really is, is sort of alpha for protection, for security, for whatever. I mean, you know, you could look at it as much as you like and you could think of it any which way you like. Mm-hmm. If a burglar breaks into a house, right. the first person he's going to try and subdue is a man. Correct. Because he feels as if the man probably poses more of a threat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily, necessarily have to be so. Mm-hmm. But I think that is, again, human nature. And that is the way we have been... That is the way we are by nature we bred. Right, right. And so... And so um, we have to look at it uh, logically. And if a, if a woman feels like, you know, she's, she, she supersedes the male in the house, I, I think we're going to have some altercations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so let's talk about the benefits then of her growing up in a healthy nuclear family. What, so we talked about what could happen if you don't. What 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 might I enjoy if the wife, the woman I'm considering, grew up in a nuclear family? Well, first of all, let's say we, we are a Christian nation. Right. And let's say you are a Christian family with biblical beliefs. Not necessarily biblical principles, but biblical beliefs and beliefs where the, the woman is subjected to her husband. And subjected doesn't necessarily mean being a slave right. or being subservient. It simply means that with, with the kind of respect, because let's say a boy, when a boy gets 14, 15, 16, he already feels he is superior to most women physically. Mm-hmm. And, and he might not say so. He might not act it out. But if, if you have a woman with five sons, and these sons are getting 12, 15, 17, 19, 20. You know, they, they, they might look at her as mommy and, you know, but when it comes to physicality, they already feel like they could right. push around and do what they like and right. whatever. Right. Whereas if you have a man in that house, the, the boys would act a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. They, would, they would realize that the man has that physical uh, strength, not necessarily meaning that you know, he's going to beat them down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he has that physical strength and he has that superiority over them that's going to sort of keep them in check. Right. It's, it's nature. Yeah. And, and so when it comes to uh, a female um, taking Bible principles and being subjective, that means, you know, you approach whatever um, things that you might have as a concern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a, from a wife's perspective, you approach it, discuss it with your husband right. with respect, right. and and uh, as a as a family is going to progress forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I you know I that's one of the things I this was one of the points, and I choose to mention that because this is one of the points I always saw as as a plus. You know, you can reason if a if a woman never grew up. And, and, and again, this is very subjective. It could, you could have, like, I believe in my case, while I grew up in a single parent upbringing, I learned from or learned from people like you who, who, who I was always around that had nuclear families and nuclear relationships. 
and you were my surrogate father, as it were, and, and obviously a number of other men. And so I, I do believe that I, even in my marriage now, exhibit some of the qualities that only could have been gleaned from nuclear relationships. And so I say this with, with that subjection, that to increase the probability of having a happy relationship that 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 choosing someone that has has physically experienced a a a wife acting in the role uh that 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 you think is 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 uh would contribute to a happy household meaning that that she sees uh, uh communication she sees conflict resolution she sees uh the importance of 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 making sure that that she acts as if the husband is the head of the household and she conveys that same mindset to the children right. that she makes no decision without him um and so uh, uh uh that she appreciates the role that a wife should play and the definition of what what when the bible says that the wife should be a complement to her man and in subjection too right. and so if she hasn't had that physical experience it, 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 it's 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 more difficult. Yeah, for her to do so. Not impossible, but it's more difficult yeah. for her to for her to do that. Yeah, but also, I mean, uh, let let's let's go go back and uh, deal with one of the points that you made: making decisions. You know, there's nothing wrong with a wife making decisions, especially on the spur of the moment. If she's if she is alone and uh, the uh, decisions that would not really severely affect. The household. Right. I mean, she is entitled to make decisions, and if and even if it's gonna affect the household, and the husband is not anywhere around, and and a decision needs to be made, it it, it is her privilege, and her right to do so. Uh huh. But when when it comes to to serious matters of the family that is gonna affect everybody, uh, even even then, if you have grown children, I mean, I I talk about grown adolescent children mm -hmm. talking about 15 16 17 even their opinion sometimes might be important or necessary or even valid right you know you know it might, you could go ahead and make the decisions without the kids because it really ain't you know it ain't their place to really um i guess weigh in on what direction the family should take mm -hmm. if it has to be like that but still their opinion sometimes can can sway and help to decide or bring a finality to a decision um point yeah for sure for sure for sure for sure and so that that that, that was a key point for me i'll tell you 23 here was was really uh resonated with me as well it says don't put too much emphasis on cosmetic features there's nothing wrong with a woman making herself attractive but one who hides behind tons of cosmetics is insecure and unhappy with herself. This is a strong point. You know, in the Bahamas, <laughs> so I, I even read that with a little bit of, you know. <laughs> but uh, in the Bahamas, we have a, we have a culture of, of, of a lot of, of, of you know, being, being big on cosmetics. Let me, yeah, let me yeah. hear your thoughts here, Larry. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, but I feel that we have so many beautiful black women, but, but they seem to be so insecure about their own 
good looks. Mm. You know, I mean, like, like you walk down the street and you see women with all the color hair nowadays. And, and I guess, you know, from their perspective, it, it is great because it makes them stand out. It makes them... Um, but but when, when you see that, uh, I, I guess psychologists would tell you that these people are insecure with the way they look. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, they seek to hide it by changing the color. Right. You know, they, they, and if you talk to some woman, they'll tell you, oh, no, I'm not changing the color because I don't like the way I look. I'm changing the color because this looks good. <laughs> well, yeah, it looks good because you didn't like what you had before. Right. Because that, what you had before looked good as well. Right. And, and you'll find that a lot of people who are, are insecure about, you know, you know the way we are as human beings. Mm-hmm. A man with good arms and good muscles wear shirts and stuff to show off his muscle. Right. A person with good legs wear the kind of pants and, and whatever to show their legs. A, a woman with good, a good hips and whatever wear tight-fitted jeans or whatever to accentuate, accentuate their, their physique. Right. And that's, that's human beings. Right. Okay. I know we like to be attractive and, and because people like men are attracted to a certain kind of woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like slender women, uh, stout women, whatever, whatever. Right. But if you are so insecure about your looks that you gotta, that you gotta practically change your features. And, and it, again, there's nothing wrong with a little beautification, a little makeup, a little, you know, go to the barber, get your hair trimmed and, and clip, clip your nails and, you know, whatever, whatever. Whatever mm-hmm. needs to... I mean, you don't just let yourself go. Right. But still, the, the eyelashes nowadays... Yeah. It's a sore point for me. Mm. I mean, I'm not a young man anymore, so I'm not looking for any women. But still, <laughs> if, I feel like if I was a young man, because even when I was young, right. the things that, that women did that they thought was a, a kind of beautification, it... it, it it sort of turned me off more mm. rather than the opposite. Right, right, right. And these eyelashes that women wear that are so artificial and long and, and glued on, it just looks <laughs> so tacky yeah, and yeah. so out of place. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. And this, is, this is one, and I think a lot of men are turned off by these things. They just don't say so and go along with the program. Right. Because, you know, who are you going to talk to about it? Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, you know, I, I, I know with without saying it, um, you know, Uncle Larry sees his statements as a matter of opinion. There could be men that absolutely love right. his yeah. his woman in, in, in yeah. long long you know them long hair. nails. You can't you An can't orange. use the bathroom yeah. properly nails, yeah. right? Yeah, an orange hair. An orange hair. Yeah. Some men love it. And 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 so again, when I read this, I read it with a grain of salt, appreciating that this is one man's opinion. But it's definitely worth considering in every aspect. I want to talk about 28 and 29. Marry a woman who likes to be herself around you. And I think even what was, was equally as important that you can be yourself around. Right. This is one of the things that I really appreciate about, about my wife is that I could be as silly and as playful. And, and in reality, you know, <laughs> some people might see me dressed up sometime and, and realize that I, I don't think I made it past 17, 18 in terms of my playfulness. You know, I'm still <laughs> as playful uh, as I was. So, hey, let me grab that for you. What's up? Yeah. What? 
Okay. You turn it off? So, so what happened? We didn't pay a bill? I've been uh, a, a BTC phone person for 20, 20 plus years. Uh-huh. And uh, same, operating the same number right. and whatever for all these years. And, and they cut me off all day for $17. <laughs> $17. $17. Yeah, and I, I guess they have these automated, these automated thing-ups. If you, you know, if you go past a certain amount of days, yeah, that's, that's yeah, crazy, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a, I'm no, a person. Yeah, I mean, I've been late many times. To slap, a, to slap an old customer in the face yeah. like that, that's... I keep my phone going because yeah. I need my phone. Yeah. So, you know, I might get there late. But $17. $17. If it was 20 and something dollars, 300 something dollars, I can see you tell me off. Right, right. Uh, let, me, let me get a drink of water. Yeah. But, but uh, well, I mean, I'm glad I, I didn't get to go out because, I mean... Mm -hmm. That's why I was wondering if he, if he was here early or something. No, he just disconnected the water. But the water, the water been going up this time of day, um, for the last couple of days. Mm. And I, I know, cause um, yesterday the puppies, I, I mopped the floor, and after I mopped the floor and and went to wash up the pans and stuff, there was no water. But shortly after that, must have about an hour later, the water's back on again. So. Mm -hmm. I know that they've been doing that all five years. So I I didn't think for one moment that we were gonna we were gonna be disconnected. Right. So so I was saying that you know one of the things I admire about my wife is the fact that she she allows me to be myself, um, and so I think this is a very key point. Something that we 
something that we uh, that I've I've ignored in my past relationships because the person may have been attractive and I w- I I wanted to compromise compromise myself impress her yeah yeah for for you know I think you have to be a certain standard certain standard yeah. of maturity yeah yeah level of maturity which doesn't really equate to to not being yourself mm-hmm. cuz sometimes yeah but I I I, I Consider that point seriously because lots of times people think that being mature means being of a serious nature that that uh, exclude fun, frolic, and the freedom of play, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But play could be lots of things. Yeah. And for human beings, play is probably the most important factor in in wellness. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always talk about my dad, who was so... You know, you, you had a bit of my father. Mm-hmm. He was a very serious individual. But but he had his times when he played. Like, he used to play cards with us, and, and he's just, I like when he'd sit on the porch and watch us play ball in the yard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you laugh when, you know, somebody gets off with the ball or somebody fall over. But, but, you know, those times came very infrequent. Right. Because he, and when you look back at his life, you have to understand where he came from, the area he grew up in, and why he had to be the way he was. Yeah. Now, he never liked me playing softball. I feel like if, if my dad had supported my softball playing, I'd have probably been one of the the really great softball players mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I turned out to be pretty good because I used to sneak off and go and play. Right. But he used to say, you know, when they talk about PE in school, play again, that's all you all do, play. <laughs> but you, do you realize how important play is to human beings, especially growing human beings? And yeah. even And when you become an adult, that play transforms into... To, Pleasure times, like, you know, social activities and whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's the kind of play that sort of takes you from that tension of work and responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, you would, you would literally explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, and so um, if you have a, a mate who thinks that you've got to be on point 24-7 considering work and considering bills and considering um um you know serious matters in life yeah again you know that that relationship is going to become very toxic certainly and and it's going to be no good for either of you yeah 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 so play play is important and you know and if play for you is just talking on the phone some people like to talk on the phone i'm not a phone talking person Mm -hmm. but i'm a, a a musical person so i'll 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 sit under the tree with my guitar for hours mm-hmm and that for me, that is therapeutic, and that is play for me. Right. Uh, I like I well I you know I don't play softball anymore like that, so I don't get to go on the field. Right. And and use physical, my my physicality. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, play comes in different form for different people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thirty one says, marry a woman who asks questions before acting upon a suspicion. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I, I've had many. That came from experience. I, <laughs> I had many days of you know people thinking that, you know, in the Bahamas, you know, you can't talk with a person of the opposite sex or, or whatever. Right. Like, you can't talk with a woman unless you, 
lest they think that you're trying to pick her up or something. Right. You know, you can't be sociable with anybody outside of your marital relationship or your, your dating pair uh, uh, before you're trying to pick somebody up. It ain't always about that. Yeah. It ain't always about, you know, trying to, to get into somebody's clothes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's just social because you like the person's demeanor. You like their attitude. You like their spirit. You like, you like, you know, you like, they, they make you laugh. They, right. they, they sort of have something about them that attracts you. Right. Right. Now, you know, I, you know, we, we need not approach this consideration here without, uh, without acknowledging the, the stereotype of Bahamian man. And, and, and to the degree Bahamian men have lived up to that stereotype of promiscuity, right? Um, you know, you, you can't expect your woman to, or spouse to not act upon those suspicions if you've given her reason to question your actions, Right? And so in, in my days of promiscuity, uh, there, the, you know, there are a number of things that, that just seem suspicious, like the privacy of your phone. If, if you always put your phone face down, if you have to walk away to have conversations privately with someone you're dating seriously, right? If, if, if you telling people on the phone that you're talking to in, in the company of your mate... I got to call you back later. These things are suggestive of someone that's keeping secrets. And as I've experienced in the past, you may have been caught in infidelity. Yeah. And you've given that woman reason to, to question your actions. Now, you know, <laughs> uh, I went out to the gas station last night and, 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 uh, just taking a shower, brush my teeth very kind of early in the evening. Uh, my wife said to me, "Where are you going?" No, she said, <laughs> uh, "You got to brush your teeth to go to the gas station." <laughs> yeah, point well taken. Point well taken. But, but that doesn't necessarily mean infidelity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And I, I, I call, I call her out on it later and and ask her what did she mean when she said that. Yeah, and that, but that is exactly what I mean. Right. By. Um, Asking questions or, you know, a, a sensible yeah. form of questioning yes. before you jump to some conclusion. Yes. Because lots of times people think that. And yeah, yes, I agree that Bahamian men have. But don't forget now, every, every man who acts um, um, promiscuous is, is usually, except the ones who go the opposite way, are usually involved with a woman. Right. In other words, there's a woman at the end of every one of those promiscuous, uh, uh, um, uh, what you call them? Uh, philanderous, philandering opportunities. Okay, okay. And so, yes, even though things may seem suspicious, it doesn't necessarily mean they are. Right. So if you think for one moment, and, and, and men sometimes think that their woman might be a little bit you know, shady with whatever she's doing or whatever. But then why, why, why are you going to keep that in and act all, you know, secretive about what you're thinking, what right. you're feeling, and then, right. I agree and then when, you, when she come back home, you're mad. Yeah, yeah. Why are you mad? <laughs> because then, you know, like let's say, for example, she might be putting on a really sexy pair of underwear that she don't normally wear, uh, when she, and you see a dressing and whatever, and you think, nah, 
girl, she going in this, on the way and she know she's only wear that with me or right. whatever, whatever, whatever. That's mm-hmm. like, just, just a case. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you don't say nothing about it, but she goes and she probably even end up being longer than she said she was going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. these things uh, are sort of piling up some wood on the fire that, that and you getting more and more steamed right. the longer she's out. Right. And when she come home, you know, she she pull in the yard and ask you, well, honey, could you, uh, I don't know, close the door or open the door, whatever. Yeah. And then you blow up. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you just come from? Anyhow? <laughs> you, you know, I ain't got to open the door or whatever. Right, right, right. And then she'll think, well, that's, that's odd. Or, or, and by right, she has a right to think so. Yeah. And because, first of all, everything you try to do in love mm-hmm. and you try to do it maturely enough because even if this woman is fooling around or if the man is fooling around ain't nothing you can do about it until they decide they don't want to do it any longer yeah yeah so that means even if you approach it you approach it respectfully and in a in a way that the person will feel sorry about even attempting or having the mindset or whatever whatever right right because you realize that that you know i mean most times 99 percent of the time you marry somebody because you love them mm-hmm. and you ain't there because of the food or the money or the uh the whatever you're there because of the genuine love you have for the person and so therefore since that love is there you find a way to work it work it work it and keep it certainly certainly i like the way it's worded here it says if an unexplained phrase comment action behavior or phone call seems strange or suspicious be thankful if your woman can state her suspicion and give you a chance to explain it will demonstrate her respect for the relationship and you that 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 is that is that is such a testament to someone's maturity. Yes. If they can clearly communicate, listen, and and I'll tell you how I've experienced this in the past. Um, you might be out to dinner and very unintentionally, very ignorantly, uh, you may say or do something that might be slightly disrespectful. Yeah. The person's attitude changes it is evident to the people that you're in company with the entire evening is ruined yes when it's clear by my past actions this if this was out of character for me then i must not have done it intentionally yeah Yeah. and if i did why was i not given the benefit of the doubt that i made an honest mistake and you acknowledge the minute we get in the car honey you know, I was smiling and I was laughing at your jokes right. thereafter, yeah, yeah. but I was highly offended by what you said right. at this certain point. Yes. And it would be so amazing if I couldn't tell that you were upset. Right. And then we could address that as intelligent adults at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where maturity comes in. And that is, that is, that is really what makes a relationship between two people so beautiful when you can work things out you can come to common ground and you can move on, you know, move forward mm-hmm. because there's no perfect relationship. No, no, no. Don't ever believe that you will never come to blows. I know you talk about, you know, we're not talking about physical blows. Right. Proverbial blows mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you got to find a way to 
to diffuse tension and work things out so that you know for the for the future of the of the relationship however long you and be together you know no yeah you might end up you know be married 60 years right <laughs> right that gotta that gotta survive yeah for sure for and, sure and the less scars you have the easier it is going to remain yeah let's 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 have a short conversation about uh 45 and 51 45 says marry a woman who is not petty uh, you do not need a woman who feels that you're picking on her if you voice your feelings on a behavior that you are not comfortable with. Uh, I'll, 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 it goes on, but I'll stop there. 51 <laughs> says, never marry a woman because... Oh, no, that wasn't the one I... Okay, here it is. 49 says, marry a woman who admits when she is wrong. And I, I'm, 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 I'm mentioning these two together because they're so connected. Yeah. Uh, marrying a woman who admits when she is wrong and marry a woman who's not petty, or again, a man for that matter. Uh, uh, admitting when he's wrong says, everyone is wrong at some time or the other. When a woman or a man can admit to being wrong and not justify the wrong, they're one of a kind. Keep them, <laughs> right? Let's talk about those two, petty and admitting when you're wrong. Go ahead, Larry. Uh, well, uh, again, some people are, even though they are chronologically up in age, they are. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't emotionally developed to the point where they can take criticism, mm. and and that could be annoying, and it could be a, a. Cancer in the relationship, and when I say that, I mean that if you find that somebody rejects um, confrontation you will speak about situations that make you unhappy less and less. Right. And, and as these things are swept under the carpet, you know, eventually what's going to happen? They are going to explode in the worst of time, in the, in, in the most awful way. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, actions are usually forgotten, but words are hardly ever. Mm. And then you say things that, that really tear at a person's soul. And in, in a heated moment of argument, sometimes you say, you, you can end up saying the most awful things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so to avoid, to avoid that kind of explosion and that kind of, of uh, cancerous uh, uh, point in, in any relationship, mm -hmm. deal with the little things as they come up and, and sweep them under the carpet. Sweep them, get rid of them. Yeah. Sweep them away. Yeah. So deal with it now. Like, you know, I remember the Bible says one point, you know, deal with things before the sunset. I remember my, mm -hmm. my um, one, a friend of mine, an older friend of mine, he used to say, boy, like, yeah, don't ever go to bed mad with your wife. Right. And, and, and I mean, that, that, that sounds easy to say. Sometimes hard to do, especially if the wife ain't want to talk. For sure. <laughs> but if you can... Even sometimes you're not wrong. You're not. You don't feel like you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're sorry. Yeah. You're sorry not for 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 not being wrong, but you're sorry for making her feel angry about whatever the situation is. Right. Because you don't want her to be. You don't want her to be angry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, my my wife and I often often get into this back and forth. She told me one time, and I've never done it again, that that I shouldn't apologize for how I made her feel if I'm not sorry for what I did. 
and 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 it, it was it, I was taken aback by it because it's very interesting to to say I'm sorry I'm sorry if you if you felt upset by what I did but I'm sorry for what I did is it, essentially separating the the act the act and 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 the way it made you feel yeah yeah but sometimes you know um you cannot be made to think that what the person is saying is correct. True, true. In other words, let me see if I can think of a situation. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know if to, to say that looking at another woman when you're with your wife or your girlfriend um, is wrong. Because I think human beings... Male, female, or whatever. <laughs> they are normally attracted by certain kinds of individuals. Right. And, okay. and your head will turn if, if a person of a type that, I know, attracts you. Or, right. or even, let's say somebody with golden hair. Uh-huh. Pass by and, and, and golden skin and golden... And, and they complement each other and they look good. I mean... For you just to ignore the way, the look of the person because and and the person look good just because you're with your wife, I mean like you know I've learned that it's easier for me just to draw my wife's attention. She looks nice, doesn't she? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And 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 because I think she looks nice, and for me to keep it to myself, and it, if I make her look and give her opinion, then she's less offended by it. Right, right. Yeah, I I can get that. But if I if I if I look at her. And I didn't say anything, and she got upset. I mean, me looking at her, what, what was actually wrong with that? Right. So why should I feel sorry for having looked? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel sorry that you are angry or got angry because I looked. Right. And, and commented, maybe. Right. But I, I didn't say anything wrong with that. Understood. Because, because basically... I mean, it's just like a nice car. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was in Atlanta one time ago. Uh-huh. Well, many years ago, we used to go to Atlanta to pick off for And um, this little car, the Miata, you know the Miata? Yeah. Mazda Miata. Because yeah, I used to drive an MG. MGB? I think it was just the MG. MG. And, and the Miata was the nearest looking car to the MG at the time that was different. Uh-huh. And I saw this, the first time I saw one, I was in Atlanta. Man, and I, I, I couldn't... I had to, I followed a car, bending my neck backward to see where, what kind of car is that and whatever. Now, if that was a woman, I I know my my wife would have wondered what the hell is wrong with her. <laughs> but that was how excited I was about that car at that time and that particular point. Yeah. And I mean, luckily it was only a car. But sometimes when things catch your attention, that's what you will do. Right. And I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, 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 I get you. I get you. Um, you know, we're, we're only at 53. I've scanned through the points that really resonated with me. But this, this book has so much great material. And, you know, I'm thinking about it now, about how even after I was married, my wife and I go through these just to spark conversation on some of these things. See where that, you are. Yeah, to, and, 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 you know... I don't think the expectation of, of the author, Larry, here, or anyone, is that you're ever going to be perfect at these. Even if you have considered these, as the book is indicating, even in marriage, after you've chosen someone to be your mate, 
you will still be working on the issues that you right. thought that they were they were exceptional in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Should, go ahead. 101 is my favorite. 101, eh? Oh, that's right. I remember 101. I want to save that for because I, I really think we have to come back and do this one more time just to cover some more meat. I want to close on 53 because uh, this is a big topic and, and, uh, and, I, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a cultural thing that, that really, really is a, is a sticking point for Bahamians. Don't marry because she's pregnant. If you don't love her, it is not going to be best for the child or parents. What do you think about that? That's still, even, even in our, even, even as our society has, I don't know if evolved or matured, because, you know, some might reason it is a regression, this, the mindset. Um, but this is still a, 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 a normal expectation, even in our society now. <laughs> That you get that girl pregnant. Yeah, you marry her. You, you got to marry her. I, I, don't, I don't think it's so much now today. As, as yeah, to yeah, be, definitely as less. Definitely yeah. less. Because, because people uh, have, I think, um, lowered their standards. People have uh, become a little bit more promiscuous uh-huh. uh, than, than years gone by. Not that they weren't promiscuous then, but they were more sheltered more pre- private about their promiscuity and whatever. And so people are more accepting now of the fact. You know, when I, when I, when I was a young man, uh, in, in the teaching system, if you were a single woman and got pregnant as a teacher, you get fired. Mm. When you were a single person and you got pregnant in church, they wouldn't christen your baby. <laughs> right, right. Those were some. Yeah. Those were some of the maybe maybe extreme if you look at it. Right. Whatever. Right. Uh, however you want to look at it, but it's because we have dropped our standards so much, people don't really care anymore. And so it's okay if you get a girl pregnant. You ain't gonna marry her. You know, just move on. Yeah. But, but let's say the relationship where the really where, where the relationship is a little bit more serious. Like you know they were going they were on going and they ain't like a one night stand where a girl actually like you get pregnant or whatever. Right. But if, if you if you see my daughter and you come to my house all the time and, and she pregnant by LeCang, you better decide what you can do. <laughs> right. Now I I really don't push that because again, you've seen some of the results of of children who disjointed families with, with with forced marriages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it creates more problems than, than what resolution it brings. Because, again, the, the boy, the girl, either one could be totally immature, totally irresponsible, totally not right for, for marriage or for the other. And, and all you're doing is giving them a death sentence because yeah. the child is going to be unhappy because, I mean, listen... You know, they say it's better to have separated parents than two parents who can't come together on any good decisions for right, a child. Right. Now, again, I, I don't know how much I agree with that one. But again, it is better that the, the child is in a totally different atmosphere. Right. Because the child, first of all, didn't ask to come here. Right. The child is totally oblivious to the... the, the, the mature person's behavior mm-hmm. he you know how grown up supposed to act mm-hmm. he only know what he needs and what he wants mm-hmm. and expects out of parents right 
Right. And so the, the, it could make the mother unhappy because, you know, the daddy might be a deadbeat, deadbeat person. Yeah. And deadbeat, deadbeat I, 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 I want to use that very sparingly because, because they, they, used, they like to use that very loosely around the Bahamas. Right. Deadbeat. Right. Because I remember one time I was, I was even called a dead. Label as a deadbeat. Yeah, label as a deadbeat. When, when, you know, women want to do what they like with their children and expect you to, to, you know, just supply money. Right. You know, you supply money with no, no rights. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, they, and they have all the rights. They do whatever they feel like doing. Yep, yep. But nevertheless, um, when, 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 if you have a, a son, a woman has a son, or a daughter, and the daddy, you know, doesn't want to work, doesn't want to provide, doesn't want to, and, and, you know, just want to drink or drunk, get drunk and whatever, that might be a toxic relationship for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. The kids might be suffering. Mm-hmm. And so it's better not to force individuals to marry mm-hmm. if they are not ready for it. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe in that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. You know, uh, I and I, I believe the, I, I think the the older philosophy around that was to to save the the face. more the save face for the woman, for the woman and the family and the family and the family. Yeah. And, the family. Yeah. Um, and 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 there are so many just because this was a more culturally accepted fifty years ago. Yeah. 50 yeah. years ago that people made that work the right. the man readjusted his entire mindset i interested in this woman we were just fooling around yeah, yeah. but and and he he just he just adjusted but he took on that mantle once he, he took on that mantle yeah right once he discovered he had to you know had to step up yeah yeah another thing too you know then was um like status you know like say for example you don't want uh, your son to be a a, a sweeting when your daddy is a sans, mm. and, you know, so you want everybody to have the same name. Right, right, so, right. So let's say in case of, in case of uh, property, you know, will, you know, you have everybody in the family, you yeah. got yeah. mommy and daddy's name. Mm-hmm. You go to mm-hmm. school, because kids is a tease one another, but, you know, well, how come your daddy is Mr. Bill and, 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 your, and your, you ain't got Mr. Bill name or so whatever, whatever. Right. And so things like that, you know, they, they were very touches about so yeah they try to make 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 young men responsible if they if they gonna go that far with a woman right you know be responsible right and 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 so i i i i started that to say that even though there are instances where this has worked out marvelously the man has adjusted he became a great father to the to the household the family grew up well the kids are happy that the parents made the sacrifices they had this traditional nuclear family where there's respect and 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 uh uh the head of the household properly ran the family but the probability of that is considerably decreased when there is when when there is no love when there is no interest when there was no intention to be with this person long term and so and so you know two wrongs you know uh, committing to the to the wrong of premarital sex does not suggest that th- does not suggest that that you should go ahead and commit 
quote unquote another wrong into committing your entire life to someone you don't know. The ramifications are tough for the man, tough for the woman, yeah, and the baby. tough for the child. Yeah. Larry, I want to I want to wrap it up there. Uh, uh, well, it, it was fun. I mean, you know, I haven't I haven't talked about my book for a long time. I even I even forgot uh, I forgotten a lot of the points in there. Yeah, I yeah. need I need to reread it myself. You need to reread it. Pull, pull my wife out. I dust her off and, <laughs> and go over some of these things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, the, the back that I stopped reading, it said it is geared towards those who are searching for a wife or a husband and for women who are curious about what qualities men are looking for. Larry Sweeting himself has been married twice and writes from years of observations and firsthand experiences. Absolutely. It is highly recommended for those entering relationships and, as I mentioned, those in relationships those who read for pleasure and those who read those with a curious mind come and be intrigued it's worth it how can someone find the book larry well the only book uh, store that has it and i mean uh, nasa station is on on where is that what is that street just uh, in palmdale yeah nasa station is yeah opposite of the used to be jr sweeting i don't know nasa madera street madera is that Madeira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Madeira. NASA station is um, opposite McDonald's. That's not opposite McDonald's, is it? No, opposite GR Sweeting. Where where GR Sweeting used to be? Where Helen, help out here. Not where's NASA, NASA station, station is? <coughs> opposite the insurance company. George on Rosetta, right? Is that was that close down? Is that NASA station? Oh boy, NASA station is guys is where you could find a book, um, or you can call him directly. Right? Can you? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. He's reluctant about that one. Uh, yeah. What number could they reach you on? Uh, my cell phone is 477-2296. Right? And the book would retail if they bought, bought it directly for? Uh, well, in stores, it uses something like 10 or $12. And uh, for, uh, for me, I guess they'll, they could get it a little bit cheaper. Right, right. Well, why? $9. $9. $9 direct. Guys, it's a, it's a great book. It's a great gift if, you're, if your children are dating, um, if you're dating, if you're involved, in, 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 committed to a relationship already, it is a great book to go over because we're talking about a lifelong decision. And so uh, it would really be a great read. Uh, yeah, that's Palm, that's Palm Dale, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's like round by Commonwealth Bank area. Anyway, insurance management, yes, in Palmdale is where you could find the book. So thanks for listening in. Uh, this has been another uh, episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. I want to take a moment to appreciate two listeners that, that make it their business to reach out to me, uh, or three for that matter. Uh, Angelo Black, a great friend of mine, Felici Ranger, has his own podcast. Um, and Rashad Toussaint, uh, all listeners really, really appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen to this entire episode on topics I find interesting. Um, and so we'll see you on the next one. We'll have Larry on again to talk about some more points out of this book that everyone should consider when thinking about or when looking for a mate. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.